Welcome to the Hello CEO podcast, the show that is going to propel your business forward one week at a time by putting you back in the CEO chair where you belong. I'm your host, Alora Rochelle, and in two years, I built a successful six-figure wedding photography business, and I'm going to tell you exactly how I did it. My style is giving it to you just like a business coach, straight, raw, and real. So if you're a photographer, creative, or business owner looking to market, grow, and scale your business fast, keep listening, tag me on Instagram stories that you're listening, and let's dive in. Okay, you asked for it, so uh, here it is. I pretty much have been on and off the grid. I've kind of been struggling with this, to be honest, because it's been kind of busy in the wedding season and also on the coaching side of things, but also because, I don't know, social media just, it doesn't feel like it used to. And maybe I mean that in terms of Instagram because I feel like Instagram is constantly changing. I'm always watching Adam's video updates and then like laughing to myself like, (sighs) he doesn't even know. He doesn't know. He unfortunately is the face of the business and has no idea what they're doing and what they're talking about half the time. But anyway, this is kind of like a life update. I don't really talk too much about my life. Mostly I just keep it about business, but for the sake of having a personal brand, I mean, I guess you probably want to know like things that I'm loving or what I'm doing or what's interesting me. And if you don't want to know, you can totally skip this episode. I'm sure there's a ton more that you'll like preferably about becoming a wedding CEO and such. But okay, so the first thing I guess I could say is my thyroid update. Um, after I had my son, I was lovingly diagnosed with hypothyroidism and I didn't know why I was like so tired and I felt like so lethargic and brain foggish and so many other things. Um, And then I saw a specialist and was like, hmm, your thyroid looks a little big. So anyway, there we go. We have that. And I've been trying a couple things to kind of like make me feel better because I don't think you can technically really heal it. (laughs) Um, You just have to like make better dietary decisions. And as my doctor says, just take some vitamin D. You'll be fine. So I've been doing that. And um, I suppose it has been working. I'm not really quite sure, but um, I'm taking it regardless. And um, But I've been also taking Ritual Vitamins, which I do love. They're pretty great. They last me quite a bit a while because I do forget to take them every single day. I mean, there's a lot of things that I forget, but at least every other day. So um, I've also been trying this thing that I saw on YouTube called the turmeric tea. And I think I was literally searching just – thyroid um, drinks or like things to kind of help regulate that and I don't know, figure things out. I I honestly don't even really know what it is to be honest with you. And I came across this YouTube video um, and it was interesting. Like she pretty much just mixed turmeric, cinnamon, coconut oil, black pepper, and ginger and um, pretty much like – well, I mixed it. I made a dry mix of it. And um, just add a little bit of coconut oil to it and honey because, my gosh, it's not the tastiest drink in the world. But anyway, I I take like a, a teaspoon of that a day because I mix all the dry mix together and just keep it like my morning 
coffee-ish replacement. I also don't drink this every day because like I said, it's not the tastiest thing in the world, but I add a little bit of coconut oil to that because apparently she said like the fats help all this stuff absorb into your thyroid and it's good for you. Also, drinking turmeric tea makes my face glow naturally. Like I was using the CEO Glow by Sunday Riley, which I'll be diving into that later because duh, skincare products. But I was really interested, like after drinking that tea about five times, I was like, wow, my skin is like glowing. This is all I have to do is drink this nasty stuff and like my skin is radiant. I will take it. I do think it's weird tasting something that has black pepper in it. I'm not really sure why that's a thing. I know it's something probably good for you. I don't know the whole thing. She walked us through every ingredient. So you can't even be like, oh, I don't want this one. Like, nope, every single one's important. But that's been helping and I've actually been feeling better. And then drinking a half a squeezed lemon in a 32 ounce water, half a squeezed lemon is a lot. Like it's very strong. But now I only prefer my water with the half a squeezed lemon. And apparently that's supposed to help like the regulation of something emotions, hormones. I don't know. I didn't really do. I just kind of like did a little bit of research and was like, we're going to go with this. We're just going to drink it and eat it and see what happens. I tried to go gluten-free and I didn't really notice a difference in that. So I was kind of like, what's going on? Is this working? Maybe you have to be gluten-free for like a month or something, but like I have to intentionally buy very specific things. And that was just That was just, I don't know, that's too meticulous for me. I'm already not a details person, so like having to like dig through everything gluten-free just to feel a little bit better when the turmeric tea is doing a great job, I don't know. It's kind of like choose your poison. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so that's been going on with that, and I'm going to keep trying and see what works out for me and my skin and my body. But I think also too, once you get a certain age – aka your late 20s to 30s, you have to like start taking vitamins and taking care of yourself. Before that, I don't think I I don't think I ever did. I don't think I took vitamins. And I think my doctor looked at me like, you don't take vitamins? And I was like, no, am I supposed to? And they're like, oh my gosh. So after having kids, I realized that I need to take vitamins and um, a healthy supply of them. I've also been learning that I'm supposed to be taking like this thing called morning magnesium. Like what even is – I didn't even know we needed metals like zinc and magnesium. I I didn't even know that until COVID. I was told that like um, some people needed um, – I think when you got COVID, people were like, oh, take magnesium and zinc and all this other stuff. And I'm like, why? Who knows? But you know what? There's a reason for everything. So better health, let's go. Is it better health? Oh, no. It's better health, right? I keep thinking about the commercial for better help. Uh, YouTube. Um, and so the second thing that I've been doing is I have been decluttering like a minimalist. And before you laugh at me because you're not a minimalist and you might be a maximalist or you don't even believe in the process, hear me out. I did like a fast paced KonMari method. So it did take two hours too long. Like I, I did not like how long it took, but it was really like, it was really eye opening to the amount of stuff that I held on to. And I don't even know why. Like literally she was like, what was her name? I think it was called Tiny Moose. I was watching her like declutter other people's closets. She's hilarious. I feel like KonMari, like the girl herself, if that's her name, is like so relaxing that it was like kind of lulling me to sleep. I need like – I need a little bit of edge. I need some personality. I need 
a joke, you know? So anyway, she was helping her friend like declutter and she was like, once you pick up an outfit and say once upon a time, then you know that you're making excuses for keeping it. And honestly, I was doing that quite a lot. I would like touch a shirt and be like, oh, I remember. And I'm like, nope, I don't need it. I don't wear it. So (laughs) it was kind of a good way to like really easily purge your closet. And so I'm trying to kind of um, get into like the more of a capsule wardrobe. Now, it's not the capsule wardrobe where like the rules are so strict. I have been deep diving into YouTube like no other. That's also a reason why I've been gone from Instagram. I've been on YouTube like like crazy trying to figure out this capsule wardrobe thing and what to get rid of, what to keep. And it was, I'm not gonna lie, it was, it was stressful. But I noticed that everybody kind of has their own rules for it and all their own rules apply to their own style. Like this one girl's like, you must have like a blush leather jacket. And I'm like, I hate blush. I hate pink. Like, no. And so what I'm learning is like keeping things that I like and that I can see myself realistically wearing versus like the fashion icon illusion version of Alora. Like, oh, Alora is always walking down the street in like this amazing leather jacket. And let me tell you, I bought leather jackets, never wear them. I have to like force myself to wear them. I don't know if it's because they're heavy or because they're not comfortable. But what I've learned is that I might buy something for what it looks like, but I'm only going to wear it if it has two things. It's attractive and it's comfortable, but mostly comfortable. I will not wear something that's uncomfortable anymore. Like I only wear thick heels. I used to wear like super skinny stilettos and my legs would hurt and my cat, everything would just hurt everything. And I'm like, you know, I'm not doing that anymore. If I only want to wear like a two inch heel that's real thick and chunky and won't make my ankle go out in the middle of the street, so be it. So that's where I'm at. And I donated four bags of clothes to the Goodwill. And I was blown away that I had that much clothes because guys, I still have more laundry to do. So I have to like keep doing this. Like that was only like half of my clothing. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I have so much work to do. We ran out of garbage bags. So I actually had to buy more of those. But, and I threw, I threw away two bags of wholly lost a button clothing or just clothes that were just old. Like I did not realize that I was holding on to clothes that I had before I had my daughter. I'm thinking like high school. I'm like, why is this in here? And then I keep thinking, maybe it's because every time I touched it, I was like, oh, once upon a time. So I have to remind myself, like, if I don't wear it, if it's if there's a once upon a time story behind it and it's ugly or it has holes in it, like it's in the trash. Like I, I wasn't even going to donate that to the Goodwill. They would have laughed at it. Like what? this girl is missing two buttons. What, why, what am I going to do with this shirt? You know what I mean? So I feel so liberated. I feel like my mind is so clear. My decision fatigue is like half gone because I still have another half to organize, but it's, it feels so liberating, like to get rid of stuff. And I know that a lot of people say like, when I get rid of the clutter, like I get rid of my anxiety. When I get rid of the clutter, I get rid of like the decision fatigue and man, that stuff is true. The stuff that we hold on to just for the sake of holding on to. Now, I'm not talking about things like sentimental items, like of people that matter to you or people that are like gone now. Like, no, not that. But like just, I don't know, seven sweaters and they're all the same color, but three of them have holes in them. Well, those three probably should get thrown away. So I'm really excited to be investing into like more high quality pieces and to stop sales shopping and trend shopping and just focusing on like, am I going to wear this or am I buying this because I like the way it looked on somebody else, but it's not even close to like being my style. So 
it's been fun. So I guess I call it like looking for like luxe quality for the everyday clothing. But then again, I'm okay with having like 10% of my closet being trendy um, or like elegant outfit pieces and statement pieces or like a statement clutch or something like that. Like I'm, I don't want to not have a really nice outfit if the moment calls for it and scrambling online because who buys fancy outfits in the store anymore? I don't. So now I'm going to talk about the skincare products that I'm loving. As a previous Sunday Riley girl, I can go through the list of the things that I did love from Sunday Riley. I loved good jeans. I loved the CEO glow. I didn't really notice too much of a difference with the UFO serum. I mean, like, I probably had more luck using, like, those little mighty spot patches when I had an occasional pimple or whatever, but I don't know. I mean, maybe it was a placebo effect, but I used that, Um, and I used the Luna, which was pretty cool. I I loved – how blue it was. Maybe I just liked it because of the way it looked. Um, and the blue tansy, I heard it was very beneficial. Um, eh, I mean, it, it did what it did. You know, I can't say that like my skin has like really changed a lot, but also I don't have like a ton of skin problems. Like I used to have really, really bad acne in high school. Like it was terrible. I'm really shocked that I don't have scarring. Like my entire forehead was just covered, (laughs) but I now have been looking into the ordinary, um, and I love it. I love it. I'm so excited that I have the caffeine serum that goes on your eye contour. And um, honestly, I saw a result in like two days. I don't know if it's I plus probably a placebo. I think my eyes are playing tricks on me, but like that was. I, I was here for it. I have the hyaluronic acid, the silicic acid one that's just for spot treatments. Um, and then the rosehip oil is like every day. So hyaluronic acid, rosehip oil, and caffeine serum is pretty much my go-to right now. I need to get like the cleanser and the moisturizer and the toner because apparently I do not know how to build a skincare regime routine. Like apparently I'm the worst. Like you're talking to a girl that grew up just using Dove soap and calling it a day. Oh, wait. There was like this glass jar of Noxzema, and I don't know if it smelled like eucalyptus or spearmint, but sure did love that as a mask. My mom loved buying that for me, but anyway, um, yeah, I don't know. I think the thing about being a Sunday Riley girl was like when you stop using their products, you kind of start looking ugly. Like I'm not being funny. I'm serious. Like when I stopped using the good jeans, I feel like my skin broke out in a rash for one, and then for two – I felt like my skin started looking duller when I stopped using the CEO Glow. And apparently the CEO Glow has like turmeric in it and a bunch of other things, um, which I'm I'm guessing are really good for you. But I'm getting the same results just drinking the turmeric tea. So going to stick to that. But yeah, I don't know. Take take that like how you want or with what you will. But I don't know what's in her stuff, man. Uh, But it's terrifying to think that if you stop using it, your skin changes. So yeah, I don't know. Um, but here's a podcast episode that you never needed, but didn't know you needed. (laughs) Um, oh, also youth to the people cleanser. Oh, that thing is so, I mean, maybe because it smells like food, it's like spinach and kale and it just smells so fresh, but also I use it in the shower. I I like it a lot. I think it's, it feels very clean and, um, I feel like it does its job. There has to be a reason why it won some Allure magazine stuff like Am I the person that scours every single section of 
the store for things that won in a magazine? Yes, absolutely. I mean, do you not? Like, would you want something that didn't win an award? I don't know. It's probably the Enneagram 3 in me, but but hey. So I totally forgot to talk about the fact that we're building a new house. It's so crazy to think um, because it's something I said I would never do. My actual dream home is like a hundred year old like mansion from like the 1920s or something which basically our first home um was built in the 1920s and I'm really gonna miss like these arch doorways my uh, like original crown molding um so many things like I, I don't think I'm gonna miss the vintage door handles both of my kids at the exact same age, have locked themselves inside of the bathroom. And because it's a deadbolt, the only person that can get us out is the fire department. So that has been fun. It's been great. Um, After my son locked himself in the bathroom, he was traumatized. He was throwing up. He was so scared. I was just like, oh my goodness, like what is going on? And after the firefighters gave him a high five and was like, hey, buddy, (laughs) don't do that again. I was like, it's time to go. No, we made this decision a while ago. Um, it's time. And we're really excited to be like closer to family and friends or whoever else is in that area. But um, yeah, so that is definitely something really exciting. Um, they are actually working on the framing of the house now. We're hoping to move before Christmas. But you know, with new builds, you never know what's going to happen. There's always that theory of like, it's going to be 50k extra. It's going to be like a year and a half. It's not really the time they say it is. But when I tell you this building company has been on it with their deadlines, they have. Like, they've been on it. And I I can't even tell you how much I appreciate this. Um, but anyway, so that's that's pretty much it. That's my life. That's what's going on with with me and my family and I finally have like full-time childcare and the summer is over. And while it was beautiful, while it was so fun, I really like the back to school structure. I really like me being able to have dedicated alone time to get my work done, get things done, figure out things I maybe want to do or maybe things I don't want to do, things I want to outsource, vision plan. You can't do all those things if your kids are opening your office door every five seconds to tell you they can stick out their tongue. Just saying. But, you know, I'm not knocking the people that love the stay-at-home life with the kids and managing everything, but managing two different things and having kids and managing the home and like I could go on and on and it'll just give everybody in this anxiety so but yeah oh also I got a new microphone that's pretty cool this is the Shure MB7 or MV7 I'm obviously brand new to this because I have been using my Blue Yeti for years Um, but it was time to upgrade like I feel like this sounds a lot crisper you can hear a lot less of me like breathing at least I hope so Um, I'm working on it. I actually don't know anything about public speaking or podcasting. I just kind of, I don't know, my voice goes up and down. I swallow. I probably could work on that. But fun fact, while I'm here talking about absolutely nothing and you're held here against your will, I actually was the original Audible. Let me explain. When we were little, my mom would take us to the library and we would have um, we would have these books and we would borrow them and because we had the cassette player 
to all the Gen Zers who are like, what? <laughs> we had a cassette player that could record your voice talking. Um, and so I actually would read my books out loud and record them and then listen to them once we had to return the books back to the library. So I was doing Audible before Audible existed. And honestly, cool kids club at the age of seven. <laughs> but anyway, guys, I hope you're enjoying the rest of your day, the rest of your week. This is just like a little bit of a bonus episode. Um, we're going to get back to, you know, business another time. Um, but yeah, I was really surprised at the polls that you guys kind of care about my life. I mean, I'm not like a YouTuber or anything, but hey, here it is. Um, if you ever have any questions or like podcast suggestions, you can always DM me. I check my DMs more than my text messages. It's not a joke. It's true. My friends now know if they want to get a hold of me, they DM me on Instagram because I barely check my text messages. Does it make sense? No, I don't. I To this day, I don't even know why I do it and why it works. But hey, so I hope everyone's having a great day and I will talk to you guys next week. Hey, if you loved today's episode, I would love if you took a quick second to leave a rating and a five-star review. It truly means the world to me and helps spread the message to photographers just like you who want to go to the next level in their business. So if you're ready to grow your photography business, I want to take the time to invite you to apply to join The Wedding CEO. The Wedding CEO is my all-new online business coaching program for wedding photographers who are ready to grow and scale to six figures with ease. I'm talking an easy way to make 10 k months and being able to grow something that will sustain your life and business until the test of time. Yes, we know everyone out there is a photographer, but with our three-part framework, you will never experience the market is saturated mindset that everyone seems to have. We want your business to stand out and it will, we promise. So this will be your chance to get coaching directly from me to help you create a strong business foundation that has meaning and supports your why. Most coaches don't teach this. Discover how to push back the mindset blocks that are holding you back from your success so that people only want to work with you specifically, how to execute a five-star luxury client experience that you hear so much about, and gain the confidence to sell to your clients on sales calls in an authentic, easy way. Did I also mention accepted applicants will get an exclusive invite to a private advanced training with me where I'll be sharing exactly how easy it is to make your first six figures. And trust me, you do not want to miss this. So go to allorachelle.com apply I'll see you there.